Hey guys, so it is currently 11.17pm right now and I haven't recorded a podcast episode in like a week and a half. So before I get into this podcast episode, I do put petitions in the link of almost all of my podcast episodes. And yes, let's just get into this high school series episode, I think it's two. So for this one, I am doing kind of everything revolving socially like every every social aspect i'm trying to cover so i have written down in front of me i have dances football games drama peer pressure drugs stereotype stereotypes judgments and awkwardness so these are just like kind of um bullet points because you know i forget how many ideas i have for one specific topic so um i just decided to write them down so yeah let's just get to the first one so The first one is kind of just awkwardness and judgments. And this is a huge thing, especially in high school. I feel like for me, um, in my school at least, judgments was a little bit more of middle school, but awkwardness is just honestly an age thing. No matter what age you are, not an age thing, a life thing, I mean. No matter what age you are, um, you know, awkwardness is always going to be, it's always going to be there. (laughs) And... I think especially in high school, um, awkwardness is a huge thing because a lot of things are forced, and I feel like it is in the work field too, but when you're working and you're older, I'd assume it'd be less awkward or people wouldn't care as much if it's awkward because you're so used to it, um, and when you're in high school, I feel like it's kind of the beginning of forced, um, forced, what's it called, forced conversation, forced socialization with people. And I think when, you know, you're forced to talk to a lot of people, a lot of judgments can arise because it's like a lot of the people um, when you're in high school, it's this awkward thing where it's like, okay, well, I want to try to make friends and it's not just solely work, but what if I don't like them? And it's just natural, I feel like, to make so many judgments. Um, A lot of people make judgments. (laughs) I think everybody makes judgments. And it's so easy to kind of just paint a whole picture of a person without even first knowing them. And, you know, this is something I feel like I used to do a little bit more. Um, I definitely idealize, idealize, is that the right word? I definitely make up um, things of people, like, in my head, not in a drama way, but in a very, like, oh, okay, I think they'll be like that. Like, I feel like I I think I can read people more than I can, and I, I make this, like, whole thing in my head and I'm like okay this person's like this 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 and then um I get to know them and they're completely not like that at all I don't know if that's an odd thing I feel like I don't know I don't know man but yeah judgments I feel like everybody judges or yeah is judgmental in different ways do you know what I mean because um I I think some people you know they just automatically make assumptions and automatically kind of place people in certain boxes and then there's also some people like for me I like I said it's not like I judge people in the in the um how do I explain this not in the I don't know I don't know not in the way I was just talking about but more so making um like an I what what is it word what is the word it's like um an idealized idealized idealization i i don't know um i don't know what the word is called maybe just i don't know and 
Um, not saying that one is better or worse than the other. They're just different, but there's so many different types of judgments. And, you know, when we judge people, I think it's so easy to just throw in stereotypes. And stereotypes are, they suck, man. They suck. And um, every time I go to a different state, I see the exact same stereotypes everywhere. And the same types of kids at your high school that you see, trust me, they're like that in every single high school or almost every single high school. And I forget how common stereotypes are because I swear I live in California and you know, we have, we have, I'll just list all of the kinds of generic stereotypes that I feel like people call others. So we don't say jocks or anything. We just say, okay, cheerleaders, kind of like sports people. And then like the different sports are stereotypes. And then, you know, theater kids, um, kids that are just, I don't know, quiet, even though I never refer to anybody as a quiet kid because that's a little bit of a, that's a little bit of an odd thing because I also do that for a lot of people. I don't know. I actually really like quiet people though. Um, I should get, Ooh, I should do, I should talk about lunch in a second. I'll do that after, but, um, where, where, what was I talking about again? I was talking about, oh yeah, stereotypes. Um, there's just, you know, skaters, um, I don't know, I don't know, extroverts, introverts, people that dress really well, like, I don't know, um, you know, awkward kids, I don't know, I feel like there's just, like, the three or four cliche ones, usually, and then every other, like, 60% of the kids in my school are just, like, all like jammed in there and I feel like I'm definitely part of that 60% because unless you're noticeably um, making a scene or making a point that you're different or apart from the crowd you're gonna stick in um you're I mean you're gonna fit in I don't know and so um yeah yeah and so stereotypes are just a huge thing I feel like at lunch you can see those so much because you could tell there's a type of kids that sit alone, type of kids that sit um, with like one or two friends, types of kids that sit like, okay, five or six people. And then there's just like the huge circles. Um, definitely not not good for Rona because, you know, there's, I feel like there's the type of kids that like travel around to different groups, just like without masks. And I'm like, um, that's kind of sus, but yeah, it's kind of sus, but there's just, a lot of different things at lunch and I know that um I have a friend that gets super nervous to not sit or she doesn't like to sit alone at lunch and so I hope a lot of people don't have that same anxiety I feel like I used to when I was just going into high school and now um I would say like I don't have that anxiety I feel like I have more anxiety of people um kind of coming up to me and asking if I want to sit with them like I don't want that to happen because um, you know, there's there's a huge misconception that if you want to sit alone, that if you're sitting alone, you're automatically lonely. And I like to sit alone sometimes because I don't know if you guys are like this, but I can get super overwhelmed by people. You know, people are overwhelming. Life is overwhelming. And talking to people, that can be a lot of, um, what's the word? A lot of, I can't think of the word, maybe a lot of, um, I don't, it's is it it's like stimulation a lot of stimulation and sometimes it's just nice to sit alone and read a book or even just sit alone and study because even though doing homework can be really stress relieving 
This might be a really odd thing to say, but studying can be very stress relieving, especially when you like the subject. And if studying isn't stress relieving, because, you know, I feel like for nine out of 10 people, it's stress provoking. And for me, a lot of the time, it can be stress provoking. Um, maybe listening to a podcast, you know, like my podcast. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, y'all. Um, uh, there's just like a bunch of good podcasts out there. Maybe even like um, an educational podcast. If not, you know, music you could listen to. You could journal. You could write. You could read. There's just like endless possibilities, I feel like, when you're alone. And it's it's nicer sometimes because I remember when I was um, a freshman, I definitely force myself more so to sit with people even though like a lot of the times I was tired and the last thing I wanted to do was have to start a conversation and I can't read a book when I'm around people because my attention span isn't like that and I didn't like to be on my phone so I would literally just like stare out into space because everybody would be on their phone and I don't know why I never put any earbuds I never did any of that I never just sat alone and just read or did something alone because I was like oh I don't I don't want to look like alone or whatever and then um the older I got I was like dude what that makes no sense like how how kind of like not even simple-minded but how straightforward or how like simplistic was my uh, thought process that I thought okay if I sit alone I am now lonely um but I mean again it's like okay well when you're 14 years old I was even 13 at the beginning of my freshman year it's not like you're you're having all these realizations like wow i am this amazing very sophisticated introspective interpersonal interpersonal person that knows everything and i am socrates like no you're a 14 year old that doesn't know shit so yeah um sit alone if you want to and if you hate sitting alone and it's truly like not even an anxiety thing then don't sit alone you know sit with people just do whatever energizes you because at the end of the day um, your happiness is, truly is priority, and, um, yeah, and also, you know, your friend's happiness is priority, and, um, family's happiness is priority, because sometimes it's, it can just become really imbalanced, and it's like, okay, well, maybe you're prioritizing everybody else's happiness around you, but sometimes it could also be the opposite way, where you're only prioritizing your happiness, and it can just become a very selfish thing, and so it's just really important for, you know, balance to be, um, pre- like, not even prevalent, um, what's the word, to be there, right? Because balance is one of the most important things in life. And I'm going to be, I'm going to be saying that 20 times throughout this high school series because it's so important and especially in high school. So um, next thing I want to talk about was peer pressure and drugs because drugs are like I don't know man every time people talk about them at school it just becomes a really cheesy thing and I I kind of hate it because um my opinion about drugs is probably I don't know maybe a generic thing but it's I hope it's not cheesy because I know most schools get drug talks every single year and they don't help because I feel like a lot of the speakers don't know how to um, appeal to teens and you know it doesn't really become a good thing but my standpoint on drugs and truly what I think is that um I actually don't know I've, <laughs> I didn't actually think about that before I did this podcast episode that was kind of a dumb moment for me but I think that maybe okay honestly I don't know because 
growing up, my dad always told me, he was like, what you do, that is on you. And I think that that kind of made me want to do um, drugs even less because I was like, okay, well, it's not like, oh, I'm disappointing my parents. It's more like I'm disappointing myself if I um, let myself go and I'm doing all these drugs when, you know, maybe I couldn't even be... I'm doing all these drugs and I could be doing something better. And it's not something better as an, oh, getting straight A's and sucking 24-7. It could be 20 other things that I could be doing instead of just putting a substance into my body, especially at such a young age when your um, brain is still developing. And so I just think that there are better options. And honestly, I wouldn't, if my kid came to me and they were 16 years old and they were like, I drank, um, I would be happier that they told me. And I'm, I'm not going to be a helicopter parent or a helicopter friend that's like, oh, don't do drugs, that's bad, I'm going to shame you. Because I'd rather somebody tell me, and then maybe if I see them doing it too much, it's like, okay, talk to me. Like, we need to figure this out or something, or like, have a plan. Because when you're just trying to restrict somebody, I feel like, um, it never really ends up well, you know? And I think it's, I truly think it's okay maybe to try one or two times. I feel like I should definitely not be saying this, but it's truly my thought process. Like, if if you want to have a glass of wine, I'm not going to murder you for that. And me personally, I, at this age, I honestly probably wouldn't, but I'm not going to shame somebody if they did. And, you know, teenagers are curious, and that's just the truth. And, um if they want to do things that they'll possibly regret and possibly not regret then they should do it because it's like you have to learn yourself you know you cannot learn from people telling you not to do something you learn from your own experiences and you have to learn for yourself and if you go off the deep end then truly even as a teenager I would say that that's on you and you have to figure that out for yourself and get help from um people around you and it's your decision whether you want to drink or do drugs at this age and you need to sort it out I feel like as an individual and see truly what is most important to you in life and what is not most important to you in your life and balance it out and make a decision based on that because you can't just make a decision based on what other people say or you're probably not going to stick with it as much I feel like or that might just be me and yeah um and then along with that peer pressure not really a thing in high school um I feel like there or there is a lot of peer pressure but it's not it's not straightforward you know they give terrible examples at school they're like yeah people are gonna say oh if you don't do drugs they're cool when honestly people do not care if you don't do drugs um I feel like more than not people would respect your decision especially in my high school and I feel like most teenagers I know even from different high schools I've never heard of people shaming somebody for not doing drugs and if they do then you must have to be a ginormous asshole for that because um if if somebody's um not respecting your decision then that's kind of embarrassing for them and it's also just a sign for you to probably not hang around them because they need to get their act together if somebody's doing that but yeah, peer pressure, I feel like a lot of it is more um, not direct. And, you know, you see a lot of people doing this. They're so like, oh, I should do that, right? But ultimately, 
um, something that's really important. And I think when talking about drugs and peer pressure, whether it's peer pressure and what to wear, how to look, how to talk, how to act, what to do with your future, what to do this weekend, um, you should never follow that and you really need to think for yourself. And I think that when you're a teenager, that's when you're kind of developing, start to develop thinking for yourself, starting to develop the skill of thinking for yourself even more. And it's a really important skill because when you're living for others and just living by others' decisions, that's just a really sad thing. And I think living for um, what you think and what you think is most, or what you think and believe and you truly think is um, most important is really important because it is ultimately your life you're living. You're not living somebody else's life. And yeah, so on to drama. Drama, um, yeah, she's, she's, um, she's gonna happen. She's gonna happen, especially in high school. Um, I don't have a lot of drama, if I'm gonna be completely honest. I, I think the, a lot of the people I talk to, um, we have quote-unquote arguments, we have falling outs, and it's never like a, oh, scream, ginormous thing, because, um, Okay, I'm back. I just went to the bathroom, but it's yeah. Um, when I have quote unquote drama with friends, it's never a whole shunning dramatic thing where it's like, okay, we're ignoring each other, we hate each other, blah 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 blah. Because most people I'm friends with are not that dramatic, um, and I'm not that dramatic nor direct, so it's never a whole um, huge thing. And I've noticed that there is actually drama where people are still that petty even when they're 16, 17 years old, which is, you know, it bamboozles me because I have some friends where their friend group will have a lot of just childish drama and well, what to me I perceive as childish, um, you know, and there's this whole cat fight thing or, you know, this, um, what should I, I don't even know, maybe not cat fight's the right word, I feel like it's a terrible word to use, but just a whole dramatic petty thing and drama can just be easily avoided just you know by a couple things you know think before you become friends with somebody think before you become close with somebody think about the words you're using um maybe if you want to break a friendship off and don't be an asshole and don't be friends with assholes and i feel like drama can be easily avoided um sometimes it's really inevitable and it's going to happen but consistent drama is not likely And yeah, so for football games and dances, last thing that I'm going to talk about because it is 11.37 p.m. And I'm kind of tired and I also have school and I have a German AP bio and math test next week. So yay, Um, very exciting. But football games, don't go to those during COVID. I'm going to say this right now. If you go to football games or dances during COVID and you're not wearing a mask, um literally do not listen to my podcast because I don't want people that do that listen to my podcast so um yeah I just I love being I love just telling certain people to not listen to my podcast but honestly if you're doing that it's like it's kind of hard because it's like okay well you're a teenager so I don't expect you to be super responsible but like you're not that stupid because you're a teenager but anyways football games and dances so I don't have a lot of memory from them. Um, I went to them my freshman year. I'm now a junior. Um, I'm a grandma of high school because I'm now an upperclassman, which I 
am forgetting that I'm an upper or I forgot I was an underclassman until about five seconds ago when I said I was an upperclassman. So I don't know if any of that made sense. I I'm pretty sure I just mixed up like twenty words, but um football games, they were fun. Um I think for a freshman they were fun, but I think the older I got, I kind of realized, you know, it wasn't really my scene. Um and I think it was fun when I was a freshman because, you know, it's like, oh, you're around a lot of older kids and you kind of have that spirit still. And I know a lot of people still like it, but I think the older I get, the more um, I get drained by events like that. And, you know, I didn't even really want to go to my homecoming dance. I wasn't somebody who cared that much. Um to do any of those things and they were fun for me but I think I experienced them enough for me to kind of get my gist of it um I never really cared about going by the way to my homecoming dance I know some people held like a huge importance on that but for me I I honestly could care less for them um which is why I still went you know which is obviously why I still went but you know a lot of my friends were going my freshman year so I was like okay I'll go to my homecoming dance and it was a fun time but um would it really do that again? But it was a fun. It was fun at the moment, and I would recommend going to it. Maybe not right now, but you know, maybe you're in middle school listening to this in seventh grade, or something, or eighth grade, and you still have a couple years to go. And hopefully, code will get better, and you guys could go to those games because those would be very fun, or good football games and dances. Football games, um, they were super fun. Um, like I said. They were fun at the time being, but the older I got, kind of for me got less fun. Um, drama always went down there. I swear, every single football game, there was drama. Um, and I think it was because there's a lot of extroverts at football games. And so, you know, you're going to see the most, like, random crap, the most straightforward people. If you're very, usually in, like, a small group of friends, maybe a group of more, like, quiet friends, and you go to football games, it's going to be, like, exposed to a whole new different environment because of the type of people there. Um, a lot of people are really irresponsible that go to football games. I don't want to stereotype, but I'm going to stereotype because, you know, a lot of the people that went to football games are really, like, fun, um, like, quote-unquote party people, super sweet, like, fun party people, but they just weren't, like, the brightest, um, people you know which I feel like an asshole saying that but it's also true um but you know there are different types of people and different types of people have different types of strengths you know I'm not that bright either to be honest and yeah they're just different types of people and you're gonna find different types of people in different locations if you go to football games there's gonna be more extroverts you're gonna assume that there's more um there's there's more people that have that the majority of people at football games have better social skills than the average person, right? Partiers, fun people, um, probably get along with a lot of people versus if you go to, I don't know, another place. And I don't know, because I feel like I'm stereotyping to the max right now. But yeah, um, probably going to finish off this podcast episode now just because I'm so tired. But I hope you guys really enjoy this episode. And I don't think I got as in-depth as I wanted to in this podcast episode, but I hope you guys take away something from it. And if you like this podcast episode, you should definitely check out some of my other ones, and I hope you have a good day, good morning, or good night.